Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Am I actually about to talk about French tennis? Apparently so. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Were you not just tennis, but French tennis? Were you ever into watching tennis? Yes, I went through a period when you know when it was at its hottest, the 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 Borg McEnroe years back then. I man, I would I would get up early and watch Wimbledon back then. Man, I was into it. Yeah, and then after I couldn't tell you when, but after the guys like the, got the supercharged rackets and yeah. it was just ace after ace, yeah. and the women were actually still playing tennis, I would occasionally flip on a match. Yeah, I'm not a big fan, but it's 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 fine. It's yeah. an exciting sport. That, I I think that is. Don't most people agree that that's true? That um, the equipment got so good that the game changed enough that it wasn't as much fun to watch. I think that's why women's tennis. You know, the stars make a difference too. Then the compelling. There's a compelling narrative between Borg and McEnroe. They were so different, you know. Sure. Um, uh, so the, the the stars make a difference. But the game changed, and then people kind of gravitated to women's because with the change in the rackets and everything like that, women's tennis was now more like what men's tennis was when we all watched it. So then we all got into women's tennis. But you right. also had the Williams sisters at the same time, so that made a big difference. Right, and, and variety of uh, six foot tall, unbelievably hot women who grunted, uh, you know, oh, from geez. the Eastern Bloc, <clears throat> uh, you know, former Soviet type areas. But it, yeah, so it became pretty big. But I, I'm just not a big fan. I, I'm, I don't look down my nose at it. It's just not my thing. Yeah, but I went from being a pretty big fan to never watching. It's a great game to play 
if the person you are playing with is anywhere close to your same skill level. Oh, right? yeah. Any sort of significant gap in between them, and neither person is nope. having fun. No. Nope. Here's a funny story. Uh, tennis I'll be wise. the judge of that. <laughs> I was playing tennis with this girl who I was dating. Nice. And, uh, and she wasn't a very good tennis player. And I'm not a great tennis player, but I was significantly better than her. Um, she was terrible. And she got she kept getting more and more frustrated, more and more frustrated, and said it was just because, you know, it's no fun because of the way I play, you know, and she's talking about these guys that she plays with so much fun. And it became clear to me that lots of guys were, like, just, you know, lobbing the ball to her so she could have the fun of playing tennis, ah. always getting to hit the ball. What were you doing, keeping score? I was actually like playing tennis, trying to beat her. They had they over had, the line. They, they, had, they had other things in mind than I did at the time, and so mm. they cleared. Oh, okay, we're playing different games here. Mm. Boy, you fool, you. Yeah, I'm gonna smoke her. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Return that. See how she deals with a little topspin. <laughs> So plenty of and tennis. And one more, one more tennis yes. story. Yes, I was going to say plenty of tennis, no penis, unfortunately. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, one more tennis story is that uh, I never, I didn't, uh, I wasn't on the tennis team. I was really into tennis, watching it and playing it, but tennis and golf uh, contradicted each other, and I decided to go the golf direction instead of the tennis direction. But I would, uh, my, my friend Andy Krebs, who's now a Midwest preacher, um, uh, we would play tennis all the time in western Kansas where the wind was like 40 miles an hour. Yeah, so, they could put up that little windscreen all they wanted. So you might have it at your back or in your face, and it yeah. was just hilarious. I mean, you could hit the ball as hard as you wanted. It would barely clear the net. Or you could just tap it, and it would just scream across. Or if it was going sideways across, it was just... You're aiming at the court next to you. And, of right. course, because of who we were and where we were, we were playing in jeans. So. <laughs> wow. Tennis in its purest form. <laughs> High school boys playing tennis in jeans in a 40-mile-an-hour wind. Yeah, boy. Good times. I used to enjoy uh, playing tennis very much as yeah. a kid. Never got very good at it, though. Well, it was like what Sean was talking about, though. He and I were evenly matched, so it was great fun. Yeah. I mean, it was really competitive. Neither one of us were very good, but we were exactly the same. Yeah. 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 That's like golf, too. I mean, there's no point in teeing it up against some, you know, the tour pro or whatever. It's, it's, you're just you're going to get obliterated every time. But you and a fellow hack are about the same. You go back and forth. It's fun. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, brought up uh, tennis because of the Naomi Osaka story. She is withdrawn from the French Open. She they play uh, on clay. <clears throat> I think that's mm. true. They do a lot of sliding around on that surface. Yeah, interesting. So um, it's funny. Uh, I remember as a kid hearing that they <laughs> played Wimbledon on grass. And, of course, as a little kid in the Midwest, the only grass I can relate to is my front lawn. Sure, sure. And I'm thinking, how the hell did they play tennis on that? The ball hardly bounced. I had never seen the lawns of Wimbledon. Uh, anyway, so she had announced prior to the French Open, I think, that she was not going to do any interviews because she's having and she's not going to do any press, show up for the press conferences and stuff because she's having mental health problems, specifically depression problems, that that sort of thing, and just can't deal with being it. an attractive millionaire who's the best at their sport in the world is depressing. Well, uh, yeah, okay. just goes to show you that anybody can have depression. Yeah, exactly. It's not a question of being in a good mood or not. She has, I'm certain she suffers from depression. And in no way does success inoculate you from it. No, indeed. Yeah. No, indeed. In, in fact, uh, 
Might be the opposite. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we've had just enough fame to understand that fame makes life weird. It doesn't make it like super happy. It makes it odd. Well, and that, uh, and also, um, with a little success, you have more free time to like dwell on whatever it is you're unhappy about, as yeah. opposed to you know when I was when I was working three jobs, I don't remember being depressed a lot. I didn't have time to like right right. Eat. But anyway, I don't and I don't even know what the uh, the commentary has been on this, whether it's a poor little Generation Z or, or anything stupid millennial. I don't weak even millennials. Know. Well, but she said that, and so the French Tennis Federation, which I'm sure has a, a name that sounds very fancy in French, said, well, then you can't play. Get out. Um, and I'm not sure how I feel about this. Uh, she has made the case rather simply and eloquently, look, I'm struggling bad with my mental health, and I get incredibly nervous in the media things because I'm not good at it. I'm not comfortable at it. I'm terrified of it. And I don't it's if it's part of your job, it's part of your job. Yeah, and it clearly is part of her job. It makes the uh it makes more people watch hearing from the big stars talk, which makes them more money, which believe it or not is the point of all these things. They aren't actually to find out who's the best tennis player or the best golfer or what town can put together the best 40 guys to play football. It's all about making money. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah, it it reminds me of, and I've talked about this before, it's extremely controversial. When the Ladies Professional Golf Association, ladies, lady, 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 Michael, what are you taking the day off? Lady, you taking lady, the day? lady. Uh, oh, there it is. Sorry, I'll stop yelling. <laughs> uh, <Okay>. Anyway, <laughs> when they said they had a, a takeover of Korean players, South Korean players who came over, they won a bunch of tournaments, uh, tournaments they dominated, but they didn't speak any English. So unless they had a translator, which came later, but they couldn't do any media. They couldn't hobnob with the sponsors on Pro-Am Day when big money sponsors come on Wednesday. They get to play with the pros. They hack it around. They make small talk. Play with some 18-year-old South Korean girl. You can't say a nice day, isn't it? Can't say anything to them. Right. She just smiles at you. And so the LPGA said you've got to be able to speak some measure of English. Well, of course, the diversity crowd went crazy. Racism. Hate. Terrible. And, and they made the LPGA backtrack and apologize and strip naked to the waist and get whipped for it. And it was just, it was a public debacle. And the LPGA tour has declined precipitously ever well, since. Well, as a uh, shy and comfortable person when I was younger, um, I would have hated to have to sit in front of a crowd full of people and answer questions like she would have to at that tournament. Mm-hmm. Um um, so I really feel bad for her. But on the other hand, if you if you say, no, nah, you, you don't have to, then nobody's going to. None of the stars will ever answer any questions because what's the upside? Unless you're Charles Barkley and you get a kick out of it, nobody's ever going to you know sit for any of those questions ever again if you let her yeah. get away with it. Yeah, it's tough because her I'm not going to do it was as graceful and generous and understanding as it could be. She said, listen, I, I'd like to apologize to the journalists, a lot of your hardworking, good folks, and I understand what you're doing, and I'm sorry if this discon- you know, is inconvenient to anybody, or blah, 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 but I just I can't do it. Now, she's like an actual favorite to win, wasn't she? She could, she could actually win the thing. She's at the top of the food chain yeah. of, of women's Yeah, she's tennis. a yeah. big star, and Naomi she's a- Osaka. And she's actually done. She just, okay, I won't play then. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then there was an announcement, including you from USA Tennis, that maybe she'll be banned from all of the major tournaments. To which everybody said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute! This is not a you know some sort of act of defiance. This is how old is she? Uh, she's like twenty three. Yeah, she's twenty three years old. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a rough gig, but uh, not everybody can hack it. Who's the football player who didn't like talking to people? Ricky Williams. Beast, beast mode, man. No, there's there's two examples. Yeah. There's been a couple of players that d- just weren't comfortable talking to uh, the press. And I was so thinking of, uh, what's the Beast Mode name guy? Oh, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch, yeah. Who is a shy guy from rural Mississippi, isn't it? Or no, no, no. I ke- I get him mixed up from somebody else. He's from, I think, Oakland or something? Yeah, yeah. But Marshawn's anyways, from Oakland. He is not at all comfortable. He's, he's terrified, might overstate it, but he's sickened by the idea of getting hammered with a bunch of questions by a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, pencil pushers. I feel for the guy. He just wants to run a football best he can. I just, I don't know. As you point out, Jack, you run into pretty severe logistical problems. I mean, because if I'm Tom Brady, I don't want to talk to the press because no. I got to get home to my hot wife and my hot children and my <laughs> 70 million square foot house that right. has its own launch pad in case I want to go to Mars. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm torn as a dad of, uh, of, of kids that have struggled at times with uh, mental health issues. And, you know, she's 23 years old. She's a kid. How often does a player ever say anything that's interesting in the least? Well, there's that. What I, were you as, thinking during that last point? Well, I was really hoping that I would uh, make hit the ball. it. <laughs> hit the ball. Hit the ball. As, as a golf fan, I'll tell you, you know, during all the big tournaments, they'll go to one of the guys already done and say, uh, you know, uh, whatever, Rory McIlroy. Uh, Rory, uh, how are the conditions out there? How hard was it to score? Well, it was challenging, uh, but I uh, did my best. I drove the ball well for a while, then I didn't so much, and then I drove it better again. <laughs> it's like nothing is ever said that's worth a crap unless they say something mean about somebody else. Then everybody is it, it, it instantly acts as if it was a horrible thing. It is a scandal, scandal. It's the first time anything interesting happened. <laughs> God, let them badmouth each other, uh, each other more of that. There's actually a great example of that on the PGA Tour. Um, uh, Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka, who are both hot, they're great young players, and both big as houses. They're both muscle guys. Hit the ball thousands of yards. It's crazy. Speaking of the equipment ruining the game. But uh, it's become clear that they just despise each other. Apparently, the weight room isn't big enough for the two mm. of them. <laughs> so that's, that's worth following. There's a great video the other day of... Uh, they're interviewing Brooks Kepka, and he's he's chatting about this is the inane crap I was just talking about. It was, it was tough to read the greens out there, blah, blah, blah. And Bryson DeChambeau clacks by in his metal spikes that nobody wears anymore. And it's kind of a controversial thing because they can chunk up the greens and stuff like that. And Brooks Kepka stops in the middle of it. He drops an F-bomb, an S-bomb, another F-bomb. About, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought with this bullshit going on. This, can you believe this fucking bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> Rolling his eyes halfway up in his head. Yes! Oh, finally, something interesting. Hate each other. Say mean things about each other. Yes! <laughs> More pettiness. More! Yes! Well, I guess that's it. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.